Good morning and welcome to our Daily Word and Prayer. My name is Tom Short, so glad to have you along with us on this Saturday morning. We'd like to finish up some things, perhaps, who knows, maybe there'll be more messages on this concept of delighting in God. And why is it difficult for some people to do so? God wants us to enjoy our relationship with him. But he also is about reality. And our God is not about shallow, empty relationships. He wants a depth of relationship. He wants us to take pleasure in him, but there's different aspects of a relationship. And if you understand this, it'll help you make it through life a lot better. If you don't understand this, you can be quite discouraged and wonder what's wrong with, with you or with God or where is God. And these are all things that can be on your mind. Remember, we saw the scripture we've been talking about all week long. And if you're just joining us today, I hope you will look back over the last few days. Go to my page here on YouTube called Tom the Preacher and check out the last few days as we've been talking about the idea and the promise, delight yourself in the Lord and he will give you the desires of your heart. And that's what God will do. And we want to experience that. And this year we want to be a year of delighting in God. But I found that some people, of course, have a problem with this difficulty delighting in God. We've talked about different ways in which we can do it, what we need to do, what it looks like. But I've also noticed that in life, and I I work with young people a lot, I see many people go from a period of great excitement about Christ. They're newly saved. They're aware of their forgiveness. God seems so real. They're just like filled up to capacity with God. But it seems to go away. And some of these people aren't even interested in God a year, two, three years later. Some of them, it's not long before they might even doubt, was their experience real? Was God real? And so forth. And so there's a little process here I'd like to talk about that that God works through in our life. And it starts with this. Typically, everyone's different, but typically people start with great excitement about God. And then they go through a period of testing and where specifically their obedience is tested. And if they pass the test, there is a depth of relationship with God. And if they don't, there there comes a dryness and a uh, where God is distant and far away. Why? Because they failed the test. We've got to realize this about God. God is searching for, God wants to make us the real, genuine diamonds. He wants to grow us into a depth of relationship. And it isn't always all about good feelings. It's about living life with all of its challenges, its ups and downs, its hardships in a broken, fallen world, living a life of consistent obedience, passing the test, and then we have a depth of relationship. We see a same similar thing in, in some marriages, don't do we not? That marriages and, and, and other relationships, that early on a new relationship can be so exciting, so thrilling, so fresh, so you know, you're falling in love, you're infatuated with one another. But then you get, you know, you get married and sometimes you realize what this other person's like and you realize they've got some problems and you begin to work through your problems and your difficulties. This is an important time in a marriage. If you work through things properly, 
you will have a deeper relationship, a deeper love, a deeper commitment. If you don't, if you fail to work through things, you'll become estranged from one another. And you'll say, you wonder what, what was with that initial feeling, and that feeling can be lost, and indeed the marriage can be in big, big trouble. I've often shared with the students on campus that when I got married, I promised my wife to be, to be faithful, to loyal in sickness and health, better or worse, richer or poorer. And of course, when you say that, you're hoping for the richer, better, and health. But what I have also found is that when when Rosalind I have had those three, but we've also had the poorer, the sickness, and the, dare I call it, worser. I know that's not a word, but we've had those three as as well. And what I've discovered in our marriage is that it is in those times the roots of our love and our commitment and our real a deep relationship and an acceptance and a strength was developed in those periods of time. Oh yeah, we enjoyed the the good times. And we do and we we desire those good times, but when God brings those poorer uh, sickness and and uh, worser times into our life and if we pass the test if we pass the test we come out on the other side with a depth of relationship that can be gained no other way it can only come through difficulty and suffering that commitment and that love it's the same with god and so my friend if you've started off with you know excitement in your christian life and yet some of that seems to be gone, ask yourself, is there a test that God is wanting you to be passing? Are you in the midst of a test? Are, is God calling you to a greater depth? Is God using certain experiences to, to teach you perseverance and to teach you that the Christian life is about walking by faith and, and that faith and love is not so much a feeling as it is an act of obedience. Which leads to another important thing, and that is this. Feelings ought to follow our obedience. So many in our Christian life, so many people want to say, when I feel like it, I'll do it. And that's that's the way children live. Children are happy if they feel like it. They're sad if they feel like it. They have no control over their feelings and their emotions. Mature people learn how to do the right thing, whether they feel like it or not, and they discover that when we do the right thing, feelings follow. They don't precede, they follow. Good uh, Obedience leads to good feelings, but we don't often start with the good feelings. We start with a commitment. And indeed, true followers, true disciples make commitments. Of course, the obvious example, this is Jesus Christ. The greatest act of love ever was to go to the cross. I'm sure he did not feel good about doing it. He'd prayed in the Garden of Gethsemane, Lord, if it's possible, let the Father, if it's possible, let this pass from me. In Hebrews, it says he endured it for the joy set before him. He was, the, the cross was not a joy for him. He endured it for the joy set before him, Hebrews 12, 1 and 2. And likewise, we live that way. And so we have this truth from God, 
And that is when we're delighting in God. Delight is talking about taking pleasure in God, a relationship with God, loving God. We find that Jesus said this in John 14, verse 21. He who has my commandments and keeps them, he is the one who loves me. And he who loved me will be loved by my Father, and I will love him and will disclose myself to him. There we have it. Do you want God to take you deeper? Do you want to deepen your relationship with God? Do you want God to disclose himself to you in an ever-deepening way? Well, obedience, obedience is the key. And so we have this cycle of Christian living, and God has a I, I like to say God has a curriculum designed for each one of us. It's not like the school where everyone's going through the same classes. God has something designed for you personally in which he will take you from a joy and a reward and a closeness to certain times where it may be like there's a dryness of the soul where God may seem further away, that time of worser sickness or poverty, shall we say where God will take you through that, your obedience will be tested, your faith will be tested, your perseverance will be tested, and as you work through there, even when the feelings aren't there, and you work through obedience, and then God will bring you out and disclose himself to you in ever deeper ways, more wonderful ways, and there'll be a joy and excitement, and then there may come another cycle where God takes you deeper, and again, there'll be a period of where it's difficult, but God will take you deeper. Learn to see your trials in life this way. Learn to see the various experiences you have. Step back and see the bigger picture of life. Some of us have been following Christ. I've been following Christ now 50 years. Oh, I've seen at times when it looked really hard, and it looked like, how can I go on? And I've had times where it just seems like God is so close and so abundant and so faithful, and, and, and I've had both seasons just like in marriage, I've had the better, better or worse, sickness and health, richer or poor. And God has his purposes in deepening our love for him and our relationship with him and our delight in him in every season of life. So if you're in that dark season, persevere, pass the test, keep obedient, keep faithful, follow your commitments. Don't let your feelings govern your life. Follow your commitments, walk by faith, and live in his victory. Father in heaven, we thank you for these different cycles of life that you take us through. And we thank you that you're with us. If we're on the mountaintop, you're with us. You put us there. If we're in the valley, you're with us in the valley. Wherever we are in life, the ups and downs, the joys and the sorrows, the better and the worse, the richer, the poorer, the sickness, the health, Wherever we are in life, we thank you, you're with us. Sometimes, Lord, even if it doesn't feel like it, if it doesn't seem like it, we know the nearness of God is our good. The closeness of God thrills our soul. But Lord, at those times when when there's a dryness and it seems like you're far away and there's a sadness in our soul, help us to remember and to realize and see the big picture that you're working in our lives even in those times. You're deepening our walk with you. We're going to come out on the other side, a better person, a better Christian, a deeper faith, a greater love, a more mature love, a depth of relationship. Thank you for how you work in our lives. We bless you and we love you today. 
We give you this very day to follow you and to grow in our walk with you and to be used in the service of all you're accomplishing. And we pray and bless you and we love you. In Jesus' name, amen, amen, and amen. Thanks for being with me today, folks. Isn't this awesome? Talk about the Word of God each day. We're here live every morning. This is 8.30. We're live. What a great way to start the day. And if this is the way you start your day, I, I hope it's a blessing to you. If you watch later in the day, good for you as well. But how do you do this? Join us regularly, whatever time you do. Be here. Set a time, 15 minutes, and we're done. And it'll, it'll lift your day. It'll lift your spirit. It'll bless your life. Or you can listen later in the Apple, Spotify, or Google platforms if you just want to listen. But I hope you'll join our community if you're new. Welcome to you. Like the video, share the video, subscribe to the channel, tell your friends about it, leave a comment. I always like to know who's here. And I always enjoy meeting people when I'm out in different road or speaking engagement. But you can let me know right here in the, in the, uh, in the description below. And, and it, I go back and read those. I always like to know who's, who's joining us. So God bless you. So glad to be with you. We're going to grow this year. 2023 is going to be a year of growth, delighting in God, understanding his ways, better and better, being stronger Christians. We're going to be better a year from now than we are today. You join me regularly, that'll happen. So until we meet tomorrow, might the Lord bless you, strengthen you, fill you with his joy, his peace, whatever you're going through, might he fill you with his peace. I love you guys. We'll see you tomorrow. God bless you. Bye-bye.